This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Happy Monday from the Daily Detail. We've got a lot of stories to get to. Let's start with Alabama. Alabama Congressman Mike Rogers has written an opinion piece for 1819 News. Rogers spoke about the U.S. economy and the skyrocketing inflation that's hit a 40-year high. Rogers says that the Biden administration is purposefully moving the U.S. toward socialist policies and a self-inflicted crisis. The congressman cited the rampant crime being allowed to grow in major cities as well as soaring gas prices a lawless and wide-open border, federal mandates that violate individual liberties, and the onslaught of deadly fentanyl in the streets. Rogers called Biden and his administration a disaster that is impacting every American family. Rogers says moving the U.S. toward socialism has to be stopped, and he reiterated what Donald Trump said when he was president, America will never be a socialist country. When it comes to gas prices, here's the latest on what is happening The average price of regular gasoline per gallon now sits at $4.43. That is a 79-cent increase in just two weeks. The all-time high on gas before 2022 was back in July of 2008 when it came in at $4.11 per gallon. Compared to last year, gas has gone up by $1.54 per regular gallon of gas. Currently, the highest average price found for regular gas is in San Francisco Bay, California, coming in at $5.79 per gallon. A home invasion suspect is now dead in Decatur after first shooting at the homeowner and then police officers. Police were first notified of the home invasion at 4.30 a.m. on Saturday. Police arrived at the house to find the homeowner had been shot in the leg. His injuries are non-life-threatening. The invader had left the scene in the homeowner's vehicle, and when police caught up with that suspect on Old Highway 24, The suspect then started firing at police. Officers returned fire and the suspect was struck. He died en route to the hospital. Police have not yet released the suspect's name. A teacher in Fort Payne is under arrest for soliciting a prostitute. The DeKalb County Sheriff's Office arrested 37-year-old Kenneth Zaremba this past Friday. Authorities say that after an investigation was conducted, it revealed that Zaremba hired a prostitute to drive to his residence in Fort Payne. Zaremba is now being held in jail on a $100,000 bond. Southern Living is placing both Auburn University and the University of Alabama on the top 10 list of the South's best college towns for 2022. The rankings come after a poll was conducted among readers of the Southern Living magazine. Athens, Georgia came in at number one, Auburn at number three, and Tuscaloosa as number seven on that list. The criteria used for making it to that list was not solely football-related, but it also involved the natural surroundings of these college towns, historical traditions, parks and downtown scenery, as well as food and entertainment. And when it comes to the World Games coming this summer to Birmingham, the World Games organization is now launching a talent search for musicians, dancers, and other entertainers in order to perform at the region's World Games Plaza during the month of July. The website to find out more is TWG2022.com. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, 
Officials from both Russia and Ukraine say they are planning another round of meetings to start on Monday regarding the conflict going on in the country of Ukraine. The Ukrainian negotiator and presidential advisor Mikhailo Podolak says that they will not concede in principle or position, but he does believe there will be results in a matter of days. Russian delegate Leonid Slutsky says that talks so far have made progress and may move a step forward this week with documents being signed from both sides. So far, 2.5 million residents in Ukraine have fled the country after Russian military marched in on February 24th. Well, the conflict in Europe and its effects over here in the U.S. were not lost on former President Donald Trump this past weekend. Trump spoke to a crowd in Florence, South Carolina at a Save America rally. The fake news said... My personality would get us into a war. I'm telling you, that guy's going to get us into a war. But actually, my personality is what kept us out of war. I was the only president in nearly four decades who did not get America into any new conflicts. Instead, I brought our troops and our wonderful children back home. I brought them back home where they belong. Under Joe Biden, America is neither feared nor respected. There has never been a time where our country has been treated the way it is right now. Other countries are lecturing us and telling us what to do. And that's why we are seeing chaos and mayhem and bloodshed all over the world. Never been a time like it. Well, we need to help stop this brutal invasion. We also have to clean out the rot of our failed foreign policy establishment. It is indeed rotten to the core before these total lunatics lead us down the path of national ruin and World War III. They will do it, too. Speaking of President Joe Biden, he's getting sued again. This time, Dr. David Martin has filed a lawsuit in the state of Utah. Martin is the CEO of MCAM International, a company that tracks and secures intellectual property through the U.S. Patent Office, Martin spoke with Red Voice News about this whole lawsuit. These, in fact, are not vaccinations by the legal definition. They are, in fact, experimental gene therapies known to harm and kill people, known to actually stay inside of the human body for over 60 days, producing pathogens that are scheduled toxins and have been scheduled toxins since we started recording what scheduled toxins were um, in the wake of the PrEP Act. We need to get the people who are out there who can actually lead criminal prosecutions to do so. And to date, none of the elected officials, none of the attorney generals that we have actually tried to activate over the past several months, and many of you have taken steps to do so, not one of them has actually taken action to this day. And it is critical to realize that after long last, we decided that we were going to take action directly and independently, which is the reason why my team has led the first federal case to actually bring down the mandate in a way that actually challenges the core definition of what these things are in the first place and destroys the emergency use authorization validation for why it's acceptable to allow police powers to exist when none should be enforced anywhere in the country. Martin's years of working with the U.S. Patent Office led him to reveal about a year ago the conflict of interest that occurred with the CDC, the NIH, and in particular Dr. Anthony Fauci when it comes to patents that were applied for long before the COVID-19 virus ever became public knowledge. 
The state Supreme Court for Texas has ruled against abortion clinics in that state who are trying to challenge the abortion laws. The current state law bans abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. The abortion clinic owners decided to sue state officials for enacting the law. However, the state Supreme Court ruled that state officials actually don't enforce the law, either directly or indirectly, so the case has essentially been dismissed. Since the Texas law was put in place in September of 2021, there has now been a 60% decline in abortions being done in that state. The computer repair shop owner who handled Hunter Biden's laptop says he's being targeted by the IRS and other government agencies. John Paul Isaac says he had to deal with receiving death threats and having a state trooper park his car outside of his shop at all times in Delaware. Isaac says his shop has also been vandalized. This all comes after Isaac told the New York Post, as well as lawyer Rudy Giuliani, what he found on the laptop belonging to Hunter. This occurred back in October of 2020, just before the presidential election. Isaac says he had to flee the state for about a year with his family and he also has had to pay more fees to the IRS after they decided to look into his taxes from years ago. Isaac says this is all designed to hurt him personally and to make an example of him for anyone else who might want to blow the whistle on government corruption. Actor William Hurt has died at the age of 71. His family says that Hurt died from natural causes one week before his 72nd birthday. Hurt received an Oscar award for his role in The Kiss of the Spider Woman. He also starred in Children of a Lesser God and broadcast news. You're listening to the Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to check out this Alabama Life podcast as Alabama native Earl Smith reveals his critical part in a real nuclear event that occurred on U.S. soil that has been hush-hush for decades. When I I got, got there, when they dropped me down with a bomb, the first bomb, I said, get me close. I won't get too close. I said, it don't matter. You better get me close as you can. So the bomb had a little thin layer of ice on it because it fell from, uh, it was cold, it was like 10 degrees that night. And uh, so I rushed to, oh, the first thing the general says, now you can't touch that bomb. We've got to get permission from Atomic Energy Commission before you can do it. I said, no, sir, that's not the way it works. And here I'm an enlisted man telling this general that, you know. <laughs> that starts to scare me more than bomb. <laughs> so, so anyway, when I get to, he drops, sets me down, and I go up. And and uh, I chipped a thing I knew where the access door was opened up. The arm safe switch was on armed and functioning. Now, I didn't tell this for a long time because I was scared I'd get in trouble until my old squadron commander happened to watch one of the movies, th- uh, a television reporting. And he said, Earl, you said that. I said, no, I was afraid I'd get in trouble. So, but anyway, it was armed and functioning. Well, those bombs are set at the factory. To, they're going to have a delay of up to 46 hours, I think it is, or somewhere like that. So we don't, you don't know where that's setting, but, and the thing about it, no one man can actually work on the bomb by itself. It has to be two men. Okay. So it took an hour and a half before three more guys came from the, from the uh, base to help me. When they had me in the bottom of that hole, I'm down there, a little more comical stuff come up. I'm down in there, I'm reaching and pulling up out of the muddy water stuff. I'm pulling up parts of the bomb. I said, now nah, I've got a hold of this such because you learned to feel me. And I pull up the uranium ball, and I bring it up like this between my legs, and I hand it to the guy. I said, well, I probably won't have any more kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was serious about it, and I never did after that. If that bomb had gone off. According to all the, all the experts, with the fallout and everything, they said it would have killed everybody from New York City 
all down the eastern seaboard to the tip of the Florida Keys. It was 250 megatons, which is, which is uh, uh, 250 times stronger than the one dropped in Nagasaki and, and the other place. 250 times stronger than the one, you've seen what damage they did. And they said that's what the estimated damage would be, about killing about 25 million people. You can find more of that podcast on the 1819 News website under the podcast tab. If you're enjoying the daily detail, you can find it there, or you can go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts to get the next report. Be sure to subscribe while you're there. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow, and I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 